Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, hey, everybody. I am back this week with something that is so, so important and has nothing to do with, at least not initially, with food or exercise. It's a thing that we all need to embody so that we can truly be our best, healthiest, happiest, and most successful selves. So welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am Rayanne Mullins, your host, and I am so excited that you are here. So last week, I talked a little bit about um, nutritional levels. So three nutritional levels. And so this week, I'm going to come back to that a little bit more. I'm going to be talking to you about setting boundaries so that we can have space to do the things we need to do to be exactly that, our best self. Okay. So like I just said last week in episode 46, I introduced the three nutritional levels and explained that in order to move up to a level two, you need to be doing the basic habits consistently and consistently well. You can think of nutritional and lifestyle levels like a video game, okay? Even if you don't play video games, you probably know that games start with a lower level. You have to learn the controllers, learn the obstacles, and once you get that down, you can pass or move up a level. I remember um, back, gosh, I think it was like the summer before college and that first summer home from college, I remember when I was totally obsessed with Mario Brothers on Nintendo. It was so fun. I would stay up to the wee hours of the night trying to save that damn princess. I think there was maybe 10 levels. I'm not 100% sure if I remember that right, but I worked and I worked to pass each level. As soon as I would pass one level, you would, you know, move on. Like you would like be, you know, promoted to the next level and it would be harder and more demanding because it was a higher level. And you needed more skills. And each level threw new and more difficult obstacles at you. This was so fun because it felt really good and fulfilling. And you just felt like so amazing when you would move up a level. So I loved it, especially because I loved competing with my stepbrothers. They thought they were so smart at video games. But I remember that I beat the dragon and saved the princess first. I know it. And they can't tell me different. So anyway, nutritional and lifestyle habits and levels work the same way. You have to know the skills, the tools, and how to navigate the obstacles before you can move forward. So the major problem that I see is that many people want to take the shortcut and skip a level or levels within a level. We all want fast results yesterday, am I right? So we think that if we follow a trendy diet or exercise to the extreme, that we will hurry and see the results. And guess what? It actually can work for a short time 
until you realize you haven't conquered all the obstacles. And then you find yourself being slain by a little mushroom guy like on Mario Brothers. Or you might be, you know, thrown off track by a birthday party or a bachelor party. And then guess what? You have to start all the way back at level one. And it's frustrating. Okay. So when I talked last week about the basics and how a level one person, the level one is most people. Okay. And you really don't need to be more than a level one as long as you're consistent with all of the basic habits. And I'm just going to do a quick review, but you really should go back and listen. So if you haven't, so the basics are just a quick rundown is understanding nutrients and why they matter. Okay. That means like knowing what protein is, knowing what carbs are, knowing what fats are and why they matter and why it's important to have them. Understanding the difference between hunger and cravings, as well as understanding the difference between mindless eating and purposeful eating. Other basics are consistently eating balanced meals, understanding like what that is and how they make you feel. Consistently eating fruits and vegetables and actually enjoying them. And then there's some other basics that are not specifically about food, but it's things like getting enough sleep, moving or exercising consistently, okay, drinking water consistently, and working on a healthy mindset and relationships. Okay, so if you haven't listened to last week's episode, that was 46, it really is a good one to understand why many meal plans and diets are hard to stick with long term. And once you listen to it, you might be like, oh, it really isn't my fault. I just need to get done the basics. Like if you're somebody who keeps falling off plan after plan and you just constantly feel like you're starting over, go back and listen to that and really take it to heart and think about what are you doing really well in the basics or what are you skipping? What are you trying to jump ahead and get to the next level without conquering the obstacles? Okay, check it out. All right, so in order to really create good habits and routines around the basics, so that you can do them consistently and consi- consistently well, you need space. You need time. You need mental bandwidth. You need to be a little selfish. Okay. Have you ever heard that self care is not selfish? Well, I agree. If we truly want to live a happy and fulfilling life, we must take care of ourselves. We must take care of our physical health. We must take care of our mental health. Okay. You know, you've probably heard this a million times, this example, but you know, if you're in an airplane and all of a sudden, you know, the air is gone and you have to put on one of the oxygen masks, masks, can't talk. Well, what do they say to do? If you're with somebody that needs help, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to put it on yourself first, right? Because if you take the time to help them first, you may not make it to you. So you got to put it on yourself so that you can be strong and healthy. So you can like physically, you're able to help others. So why do we feel like it's any different in life? Okay. So the problem that occurs most often is that we just don't have time to do it all. Of course, I'm a big believer in creating time for the things that are important to you, but there's something that often gets in the way, and that is other people's expectations. Whew. Or, or, or at least our perception of what other people expect of us. That's probably a better way to put it, okay? So if you are here listening, I have a pretty good idea that you like to help people. You like to be a a good person and do good things for other people. You don't want to let anyone down by not doing your part. 
you probably want the world to be a better place and you think that you are a part of that by helping others and doing good things, right? Or am I at least a little bit right? The reason I think that you are like that is because like attracts like, and I'm like that. So if you're here listening to me, then I bet that you are similar to me in many ways. Well, today, let's talk about setting boundaries around what we say yes to, what we say no to, and how we can't control everyone and everything around us. And then we will talk about why having boundaries is really critical so that, you know, if you want to have healthier, fulfilling habits. All right. So but let's go. Let's start here. What are what are boundaries? You know, what do I mean by set boundaries? Well, boundaries are where you end and the outside world begins. Okay, when you stay true to your personal boundaries, you're committing to your beliefs, your emotions, your goals, and your actions. You do not have to commit to others' beliefs and emotions. You can think of your boundaries as your bubble or as a basketball court. Or in my case, I like to think of it as a volleyball court. I played volleyball the most, so it speaks to me more. I know that when I'm playing volleyball, that I must stay in within the boundaries when you know, I'm touching the ball or I must always keep the ball in the boundaries when I hit it. Well, that's actually not totally true, but just go with it. <laughs> I uh, There are cases and times when you can be out of bounds and hit it. But anyway, I also know that I can't touch the net. Okay. So I, these are all boundaries that volleyball players know and respect. But when it comes to creating our own sidelines and inlines and nets, that we're not supposed to touch or go outside of, we tend to let everyone around us break those rules. Okay, so, I mean, why do we even need them? You know, what's the point of this? Well, I think by now you kind of do get what I mean by boundaries, right? Like your personal bubble, your your time boundaries, your who you're going to help, where you're going to go. Like we have boundaries. Okay, or here's another example. Maybe maybe you have a newly turned 16-year-old and you're like, listen, I don't care if you drive to school and back or to your friends and back. But, you know, let's stay within that boundary. Okay. It's the same thing with our, in our world. Okay. Anyway, most importantly, are you, are you actually following the rules of your own game? Do you have boundaries? Have you truly sat down and thought about what your boundaries are and how you can follow them? Okay. So here's the thing. A lot of people think they're creating boundaries and they actually have boundaries but they don't follow them. And so that gives you that feeling of like, I can never get anything done. I never get anywhere. I'm constantly starting and stopping. I never have to, you know, this, the time excuse comes in and all of that. So take just like a split second to think about the things that you complain about the most to yourself or to others. But does it end up sometimes coming around because you're constantly having to work for everybody else, constantly having to do things for everybody else? Well, if so, that means you're not setting boundaries or at least sticking to them, okay? When we set and stick to our boundaries, we are allowing ourselves to truly create habits that go with our beliefs and desires. So remember at the beginning, I said, we're not going to talk about something that is specifically about food or exercise. At the very beginning, I said, I'm going to talk about something important, but it's not specifically about food or exercise. Well, it's not, but it is. When you set boundaries... You make time for yourself to plan meals, okay? You're setting like time to go to the grocery store. You're setting the time and expectation for yourself to cook healthy meals. You create space for yourself to go to the gym, 
or to turn on a video at home to work out to, or to go for a walk. Setting boundaries isn't specifically about food or exercise, right? Those are the habits that you need to do consistently to be your healthiest and most fit. But it's one of those things that spirals into so much more. And I've been for years and years and years talking to people about how it all flows together, how you think, feel, your relationships, your environment, everything blends together to create who you are. Okay. So who you are, right, is your habits. Okay. So your habits define who you're being. Your boundaries define the space you require in order to be who you're being. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Your habits define who you're being. Your boundaries define the space you require in order to be who you're being. That is a quote from Jen Sincero. She has a new book out called Badass Habits, and I enjoy her writing, and I enjoy this book just as much as her others, so check it out. So if you really want to be a healthier you, or you really want to lose weight, or you really want to get stronger, or you really want to get a new job, whatever it is, you must create new habits, new routines to become that new person or that better version of yourself. If you continue to have poor boundaries, you will be able to find time or space, you know, or I'm sorry, I said that backwards, but if you continue to have poor boundaries, how will you be able to find the space or time to do what you need to do? Okay. How is it? All right. I'm going to give you some examples. All right. And I just want you to like go with it. And through these examples, see if you can find yourself somewhere here. Okay. So let's say it's a Friday afternoon. It's 5 p.m. You're excited. You're going to go home and cook a healthy meal and chill and watch some Netflix, right? So it's 5 p.m. You're getting ready. You're literally closing down the computer and you're like grabbing your bag and you're getting your coat. And suddenly a coworker calls you into their office. And as you approach them, she's handing you a big stack of files and says, hey, please double check these to see if these are all entered into the system before you leave for the weekend. My assistant, Marianne, is out today and I need these before Monday morning for the big regional meeting. I really appreciate your help on this. And you think, well, shit, that's not my job. But you say, of course, no problem with a giant smile. Okay. That's one scenario. Or have you ever been dressed and ready to head to the gym when you get a call from your best friend who is going through a divorce and she says, I need you. Can you please come over? I just heard from my attorney and this is such a mess right now. And you think, damn, I was so excited to go to that cycle class with Rayanne Mullins because she's so awesome. (laughs) Just kidding. But you say, okay, give me 10 minutes. I'll bring the wine. Okay. Third scenario is um, let's say that you have your own business and work with, work with clients on a daily basis. And on a Sunday morning, you know, you're in your PJs, having a big old cup of coffee and your cat, your cat mug that you love. And you're hanging out with your hubby and you get a text that says, I need you to send me the menu for the week because I forgot my login information to the program. Can you please send it really soon? Because I'm heading to the grocery store this morning. And you reply, absolutely. Then you get up, head to your office, log in, find the file, email it or text it. Then you notice a million other things that you can do while you're logged in. And then you waste two hours sitting there working on stuff. You've missed breakfast. You've missed your cozy time with your husband. And now you're stressed and grumpy. 
does any of the, any of those scenarios sound kind of familiar? And now I know not everyone owns their business, and not everyone you know, has a friend going through a divorce and not everyone has like a boss or whatever. Everyone's different, but I'm sure that in one of these scenarios you've found yourself before. Okay. And I'm sorry, these may have been my own experiences that I've had, but you know, we've all, we've all been there. So why in the world do we say yes when we really mean no? We say yes because we want to avoid confrontation. We say yes because we fear disappointing others. We say yes so we don't appear selfish and rude. And we say yes so that we don't miss out on the opportunity to be needed and liked. Oh, that is so me. Is it you too? Can you do you do any of this? Is it do you find yourself feeling these ways? And, and I gotta be honest, like truly thinking through this so that I could, you know, write this for you or tell you this and think about it and coach on it is it's hard for me sometimes to admit that I'm like this because I want people to like me. Like I want to be like one of those super confident people that are like, oh, I don't care if they like me or not. But the truth is I want people to like me and and I like for people to like me. And so I like to say yes because of all those reasons I just listed. Okay. So anyway, I'm sure you understand how saying yes is preventing you from moving forward, right? Right? Like, if you think about the, all those scenarios I wrote, like, you can see how it was hurting you, right? If you were saying yes to a coworker or boss on a Friday night, you know, doing a job that really isn't even yours, you're only hurting yourself. Okay. You were doing a job you aren't even getting paid for, and you're letting down your family or whomever you're trying to get home to see. Or maybe you're hurting your own health by not heading to the grocery store to pick up veggies for your big salad. Okay. If you're saying yes to your friend who is in need and you're skipping the gym again, you are not only letting yourself down, but you're also letting your friend down because you will start to resent her dramatic phone calls. Okay. And that eventually is going to make you not want to be with her at all. And then she truly will be left alone. Okay. And I know what you're thinking right now. You're like, Baran, I'm a good friend and I don't mind dropping my workout to help out a friend when they're in need. And yeah, sure, that sounds really great. Be the martyr. That's fine. But at what point will this stop? What else will you do for your friend that puts your health and happiness aside? And here's the other thing. Like in these situations, it's like if you're constantly putting your friends before you, what does that do to your relationships? What does that do to your career? What does that do to your health? Like you have to think about this. Okay, and the third example, if you're constant, the, the one where the client you know, needs something right away. If you're constantly dropping everything for your clients, not only are you taking away valuable family time, okay, to rush to help them, especially if it's a Sunday morning, you're also creating more stress for yourself and not teaching your client to be self-reliant. So, you know, in this situation, you're not only helping yourself, but you're not really helping the client either. Okay. So can you see how saying yes all the time to everyone is not helping you or the world be better? I know I've talked about saying yes when you mean no before, but no matter how many times I talk about it or think about it or practice it, I'm finding myself allowing others to break my boundaries. And I'm seeing my clients, friends, and family members doing it too. So you just have to keep practicing. It just takes practice. Just like anything that's important to you, you have to try it over and over and over and over again until you've mastered it. 
Okay. So what can we do if we are always saying yes to others and no to ourselves? And how can we relate this back to our basic healthy habits? So I'm going to give you six thoughts on that. So the first one is when trying to create a new and healthy habit, you must know what you need to be able to create the new habit. This means you need to know what your boundaries are around it. Okay. If you want to start a new habit of going to a 5.30 PM cycle class, you need to know what time you must leave to make it to class on time. This will force you to be done with your work on time and being able to say no to your coworkers and boss. Okay, and I'm just going to say this really quick that I know that a lot of people are worried about saying no to their boss. But really, if your day is over and you have plans, you are in your right to leave. Okay, and keep in mind too, taking care of your health only helps your company and your boss as well. Okay, so your boundary around your new workout habit is to have your work done, don't accept new work that can't be finished by 5 p.m., and say no to anyone that tries to pile more work on you. Okay, these are boundaries. Also, this means that you'll have to set some personal boundaries on yourself around like your time during the day. You will have to stop wasting time on social media during the day, and you'll have to stop chatting with your friends in the break room, or maybe even take a 10-minute shorter lunch break so that you can be sure to get your work done so that you won't miss your workout, okay? If it's important to you, you will create a boundary so that you can get the job done, all right? The second thing is handling your fear, okay? What are you really afraid of? Let's say that the new healthy habit you want to create or stop, depending on how you look at it, is to stop drinking alcohol every weekend, but you know that that's what you normally do with your friends. If you decide to not drink alcohol and you're afraid of your friend and you're afraid your friends will not like that, you need to figure out why you're afraid that that will upset them, okay, and why it's upsetting to you. If you think your friends will be angry with you or make fun of you for not drinking, then are these really people you want to spend time with anyway? If they can't understand that you want a healthier lifestyle, then that's their problem, not yours. What is the worst case scenario here? They, what, decide to hang out without you? And if they do, is it really that big of a loss? This is, by the way, a real scenario. I have a client who has dealt with this over and over. So even as adults, we have to deal with peer pressure. But when we set boundaries around what is really important to us, we can see how these situations are not serving us and it's easier to get out of those situations, okay? So my third tip is understand that when you say no to others, you are being nice to yourself, not mean to them. I think that's important to repeat. When you say no to others, you are being nice to yourself, positive, not mean to them, okay? It's really not about them. It's about taking care of yourself. In all relationships, we need to compromise. You can't always be selfish and get what you want, but there is a difference between compromising and constantly choosing other people's needs instead of your own. You can still be the kind of person that loves yourself and others. You just need to find good boundaries that create self-love. Okay, number four, know who is your toughest no. Okay, we all have those people in our life that can talk you into anything or that you feel scared to be honest with because they will constantly talk you into doing things you really don't want to do. Those people usually have strong personalities and opinions, and usually it's just easier to say yes to them just to avoid the conflict. 
But if you are prepared in advance with some good wording on how you will say no, it will give you at least a little bit of a leg up to practice. And it's going to take just that, lots of practice, especially if you've been a yes person for a really long time. Like I said earlier, it's practice. It's like building that muscle. It's practicing the no muscle, building the no muscle, okay? Number five, give yourself some cushion. Again, if you are truly serious about creating a good, solid level one nutritional level and lifestyle level where you're really consistently doing all the basic healthy habits, you must say no to others and yes to yourself more often. But it's way easier said than done. So that's when you come up with a few cushion statements, things like, okay, well, let me think about it. Or let me see how that fits into my schedule. Or let me ask my husband. Or I'll get back to you. Things like that. They're very general, but they're and they're cushiony. It gives you a moment without having to be put on the spot. Okay? That way you're not feeling pressured right that second. You can actually take time to think about it. Sometimes it will be a yes if it really fits into your world and into your beliefs and into what you're wanting to practice. And sometimes it's going to be a no. But at least you give yourself a moment to really think about it. And then finally, remember that the word no is only two letters. It's not a whole paragraph of why it's a no. Okay? No means no. You don't have to justify anything to anyone. If you don't want to skip the gym to go have wine, you can simply say no thanks or just no. Or if you want to eat the veggie detox soup for dinner that you made this morning and put that you, you know, you made in the morning, you put in the crock pot and you've been thinking about it all day because it's healthy and it's going to make you feel good. But then your friend asks you out to dinner. You can simply say, no, thanks. Like you don't have to go into a big, long explanation of like, oh, but I chopped up all the veggies. I cooked it. And if I don't eat it today, it's going to be bad. And blah, 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 blah. Like we go into these like huge explanations of why, you know, so no is good enough. All right. At the end of the day, the answer is still no. And you will save yourself and others time if you just get to the point and move on. Okay. So I went through all of this to say that if you want to really master the basics of a healthy lifestyle, you must set boundaries around your time, your space, and your energy so that you can focus on creating and doing those habits consistently. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. As a reminder, I am dedicated to helping you become your best self. I come up with these episode topics based on my own experience my client's experience, and through my education. And if you love these episodes, please, please share and tell your friends. And remember how I said like attracts like? Well, who you may who you want to share this podcast with are your friends and family members that are like you, who are level one, who are interested in living a healthier version, both physically and mentally, of their life. I really, really appreciate you sharing. And I hope you have a great day. And right now, go set those boundaries. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit, and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.